If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. He You're stole the, money. And, he stole money from you. And so you. then three weeks later, my mom jumped off a four-story building. Oh, yeah. my God. She survived. But she Did, broke. Was that when she was on medication or she before? Didn't, you know, at the time, she didn't tell me, but then I went to her apartment and, and like, the way her dosage was, was you could see like had the day and like she didn't take her medication for six days. Oh, and shit. so the voices came mm. and she thought she had framed. She thought she was being framed for the murder of President Roosevelt. Oh, so she jumped off a building. And I remember I just like I got here and, um, you know, she had like they like they didn't think she was going to survive the first 24 hours. She had 10 pints of blood transfused. Shit. Then it was like we might have to, you know, she might be paralyzed. She might have to amputate her legs. But none of that happened. And and then thank Mom's God, a, savage, a couple dude. months in, her neurosurgeon was like, I was like with some boy. I was just dating boy because he was a couple of years younger. He's like, Can I get you number one to go out sometime. And I was like, neurosurgeon, yes, this is good. <laughs> I have a place to stay. He gave me a car, and I even said, I will only date you if you give because I was buying my Xanax illegally. So I was like, I need a prescription of Xanax and Valium. And he's like, sure. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. And sometimes I would be like. 
I need five thousand dollars like right now. Yeah. He's like, okay. And then I you know, used to just, love my sugar daddy like that. <laughs> he was that great. Was so great. But not only that, day. he got my mom. So my mom, because she was on like government, you know, Medicaid and welfare, they would like um instantly the second like a surgery was done to make it cheap for the hospital, boom, like kick her out, kick her out, and put her in some like shitty like nursing home type place. Mm-hmm. And so once he came around and he was uh, um I forgot what's called the head of the hospital uh, chief. Right. He overrode all doctors. I'm like, why aren't you kicking around? Got her a private room at this hospital, kept her in there for like three or four months. Then he got her into like a place I couldn't afford for rehab, for like rehabilitation. But then eventually I just couldn't take it anymore. And I remember I went to a Jamie Foxx concert down here. I came home drunk and I was like, I'm done. (laughs) Wasn't thinking, unfortunately I should have thought about my mom. Right. And my Xanax prescription. Right. Because both were done the next day. My mom was moved out to like, next thing I know, I'm like a halfway house, literally like a halfway house. Oh, no. And my Xanax prescription I went to refill was canceled. I didn't even think he would think of that. And I I was like, when I left at three in the morning, I was like, I can't get a ticket for my dog right now, but I'll be back for my dog in a week. And then he's like, you can only have your dog back if you give me back. Like, I want like $35,000. And I was like, fuck. I'm like, I don't have that right now. And you know what? And at the time, I wasn't a good dog mommy. Right. You know, to be honest. So So uh, it was for the better. But then so a couple months later, my Xanax was still bad. Right. I was starting to like. I had a severe Xanax addiction too. And I wasn't taking them to party. I was taking them to sleep at night. Oh, no. I was taking them to fucking not feel anything. I've always had severe anxiety. I have severe anxiety too beyond like even just being late today because the girls you make up everything i cannot when i am running late to things i start like i get i'm a very anxious person in in general like severe and so sleeping at night was impossible to Mm -hmm. me and i remember i used to just take tunnel pams and alcohol and then my porn star friend who was like my like best friend for a couple years tawny roberts one day she's like mary you're only sleeping four hours you need to sleep more will you please take this pill yeah and then i was like that's all it takes yeah i was like the first time you feel a xanax hit your bloodstream is like oh my god it's the best like you'll be laying there and you feel it and you're like dude it's like like, you've never had that peace i used to tell people i want to marry a six foot four xanax like i picture him (laughs) with like white gloves he even has a little marks you know a bar he's a big giant bar i was i was in love with them i mean it was the greatest thing ever yeah but it was getting bad it was getting to the point where i would like come home drunk and not remember if I took, and I would, by that point I was taking like two and a half bars at bedtime. But not, I, I took sixty-four footballs in two or three. How days much does one it equal time. to bars? Probably so like the, ten. The 15? footballs are point five. Uh, well, point five blue okay, bars. So um, I took sixty-four of those in two, two or three days. days and woke up two weeks later out of my Xanax haze and was just like, bro, this is great. And it's crazy because you were probably moving around doing stuff too. Oh yeah. I was visited I would be, yes. I fucking slept in my car. I did a couple weird I things. I would do things yeah. and like lost friendships, woke yes. up to friendships that were gone. I was just like, bro, Yeah, what you happened? don't know why and they don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I would call my, like I had an assistant. At this point I started paying this girl like 500 bucks just to like drive because I couldn't drive or do anything on my own. Yeah. And like I would like call my dance, my future dance agent when yeah. I wake up to find out my bookings and like an hour would go by and then I guess I would like I would repeat everything I would like do it all yeah, over that's again the, and do it one, all over again yeah because and not, you're no. always constantly yes. repeating yourself and it, it, mine was bad and I didn't know how to stop and then so finally when I got offered celebrity rehab it was because I was really good friends with China now China was oh, honestly more in, fucked up than me I will rest say in peace. but China she had the most beautiful vagina oh. <laughs> like, it was, I you loved know? her vagina when I saw it at really? Playboy I don't I think that was photoshopped okay <laughs> Only I know that you're yes. crushing my dreams. Well, because <laughs> China and I feature danced together. Did you? We did. Okay, because I gotta show and you. She was like, I gotta show to be you. Like China. 
They're paying the big bucks to see the <laughs> panties come off, and she like did not want to take them off. No. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like it had to have been photoshopped then because I like saw it in Playboy, and I was just like, man, that sh- I did not expect her to have that pretty of a pussy. No. I mean, but you know what? I will say though that she is is one of those beautiful people. Like she had been so screwed over money wise. So I mean, her sister had cleaned out all the money she made from WWE. The storyline mm. that she went through with like. I don't remember, Mr. Whatever that guy is. The guy's married to yeah. Stephanie McMahon. Like, all that stuff was real. And she lost everything. Mm. And she really loved wrestling. Oh. And she had a hard childhood. And so when we became friends, Rest it was... Peace. She passed away. Yeah, she passed away everything. It was honestly... She passed away the day I gotten out of, like, first time I put myself in real rehab. But, like, that's... Mm. So a celebrity story. rehab, but not a real rehab? It was real. But at the time, I really... So when China called me, China's manager called me. And it was funny because I knew my Xanax problem was bad. Mm. I knew I was... Star- it was starting to happen where now I was... I wasn't getting... Dan- strip clubs were, like, I was a liability. Mm. They didn't know what I was going to do. Right. I mean, I went on stage always. That was the thing. Yeah. I went on stage. <laughs> I never it's missed a show. <laughs> never missed a show. But it was, like, what would I do on that stage? Yeah. What would I say to the people? What would I, you know... Like some clubs loved it though because I was entertaining. Some clubs hated it, you know. Right. And um, but also it was just getting bad. Like I would tell my mom, "I'm going to come visit your nursing home at 1 p.m." I wouldn't wake up till 7 p.m. when right. I was down here. I was, you know how it is. No, I get it. When you're taking I've, enough I've Xanax, you know, mm-hmm. it builds up in your system. So oh yeah, that you have it one, circles through your liver twice. Yeah, and the next day you have one drink and you're just back in that oh, loop again. Oh, lit. And you know, and it was just getting bad. And I was I taking. I loved those times. I, I know. Wish I, I had love one. Xanax. I mean, you, you should see my husband. <laughs> we were watching like I remember watching like Mindhunter on Netflix, and the like, guy got a Valium prescription. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's so lucky. He's so lucky. Like, I want those. Like, no, John, I, I was seriously my best friend. The only thing I would rob from someone, and I'm not it was probably, Xanax. Well, not now. I'm scared still, because I'm they're, everything's laced with fucking fentanyl. I but I told her when we go back to Vegas, I was like, I gotta go see my old doctor because I have his number because I'm feature dancing in Vegas too. It's one of the places I've been. Sober for sober and straight edge yeah. for like three going on four years and it's been the worst time of my life. Yeah, I'm ready to lick a Xanax. You know again. what? Though for those, I would say that because like I was sober for over a year and then I mean I did really well. The anxiety is terrible. Well, once I well for me my anxiety. So I stayed sober, got married to well I don't know there's so many other in between things. My mom jumped. Celebrity Real was great. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's talk about Celebrity Real. Great. great. Um, so but when I didn't you think went, I was an alcoholic. Right. I thought I had a Xanax problem and I thought getting rid of the Xanax was gonna make me better right you now and so when I got out of there I wasn't on Xanax anymore I stayed Xanax how did they for, uh, so when you got off a of celebrity rehab you weren't on Xanax anymore did they give you another pill to replace well it? to sleep at night I've seen Seroquel which oh. let me tell you I've heard stories it is the worst thing actually my husband is an <laughs> ER doctor it was funny he had this patient come in and she ended up passing away and no doctor could figure it out and once he told me the case it's funny because I can figure the, I'm like it was the Seroquel withdrawal because Seroquel withdrawal when I tried to get off of those was 100 it was the worst thing ever oh. and high and the only reason I finally got off of it was because I started like my thyroid had gotten slow and yeah. I, it was linked to that it was linked to so many things yeah but they, at the time Drew had put me on 50 milligrams the problem was obviously you need more and more and is more. he a real doctor Yes, he is internal medicine doctor. Okay. Went to the same med school as my husband. Aww. USC. Um, you got a thing for doctors. I do know. I Well, you know, as NBA <laughs> players. He's over here laughing. NBA He's so players cool. and rappers <laughs> was my 20s. And then when I hit my 30s. Oh, no, I love rappers. I'm right there but with no, you. But no, now. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> but no, then I was like, I was so done with the Hollywood people. I was like, I need a doctor. Yeah. But the problem is they're all so boring. I would go on dates with them and I'm like, ugh. I was in zero sexual attraction. Like yeah. zero. Like, like How the, did you meet your husband? Oh my God, let me tell you what I told the neurosurgeon. Okay. Very quickly. So him, I told him, this is 
my story to guys I don't want to have sex with that were doctors and they believe it because they're doctors and they have no they have no street smarts mm. you know I would be like except for my husband because he's not normal um, <laughs> no he's really not he like dropped it like, I don't yeah. think any of us are but, normal no but he's not a normal doctor the rest of them are you mm. know and I would tell him I was like I'm so sorry due to porn and how people view me wanting sex all the time I cannot have sex with you until I know you really love me. So probably not until we get engaged or married. But you'll stick with me and show me through, you know, ways that you love me. Does it work? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It worked with the neurosurgeon. And then it worked with this other doctor. He was a PICU, pediatric ICU doctor. Yeah. And I remember like, in a hotel room together. And he kept like, because I, okay, if I like a guy, I am like laying on yeah. the But if I don't, it's weird. If they touch me, I'm just like... Yeah, like, and don't so judge I told me. him, I'm so sorry. I told him the same story. I'm like, I, I got, and I'm like, and I don't like any touching. And then in fact, I was like, the bed divides here. Do not cross your line. You kept stay <laughs> like for the you Holy know. Spirit. <laughs> but it totally works. Yeah, it wouldn't work for a street smart guy though. It only right. works for like nerds. Well, see, that's my problem is I love hood rappers. I, I did. I, I cannot. Did. I, I did. Can't. I love musicians. My dad I was did a musician, too. so. It's like my dad I just, was a musician. Yeah, so I just I'm, it just has trickled over, and hopefully our kid doesn't date musicians. No, but. go tell him to go for a doctor. And honestly, I regret. Like, I love my husband, but I wish I would have stuck with a nerdy doctor. Yeah, you know, because he's a bad boy doctor. Yeah, you know, he was like a biker and like dropped out of college and then was a chef, but then went back to college at twenty seven and didn't right. even go to med school till his thirties. So he had this like, but that's what I liked about him. You know. So how did you meet your husband? Now I was. How long at, have you guys been together? Um. Okay. Let's see. Well, I met him in July of two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. But I was like with an, in another relationship. I just gotten out of. Well, let's see. I went to rehab in 2006. I met him through like a, a rehab program I was yeah. part of. Promises. Um, How many times have you been to rehab? So there was celebrity rehab, rehab. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really believe I was an alcoholic. Then right. in 2014, I started going to A occasionally because my second husband right. was kind of like you know I'd gone to a dance booking and got so drunk that like. I went on stage with toilet paper coming at me and people thought I was a tampon string and I refused to take tips. I was like, no, not taking, no, you know? And so, you know. I love her. Yeah. Like you, yeah, the next day, like, you're like the girls I've all grown up with in Vegas. So there's yeah. nothing you could tell me that is like shocking yeah. because I've seen Yeah, my seen best friend from high school actually came up there and she told me that she was like, and she has seen me, she was like, this is the worst you ever were. And it's because they gave me a 7 p.m. show and a midnight show. Yeah, so that's a lot that. of hours. Yeah. you know, too much uncontrolled time. Yeah, for sure. And you know, and so my and then like I don't know. And then like the guy that was helping me, he got like he got arrested, and the cops came to my. I Meanwhile, I was like just drunk in my room, like ready to go to sleep. But the guy who was helping me, who was staying with me, he I guess got banned from the hotel in the meantime, and the cops came, mm-hmm. and he had already just thrown pizza in my room. So then they kicked me out at three in the morning after I just <laughs> went through this with the club. So I had to like find a new hotel. I had to call the club the next day. Be like, I'm really sorry, but you have to pick me up at another hotel. After they just went through what they saw the night before. Have you ever like, thought about writing a book? You know, I had a book deal. I was doing celebrity rehab. I feel like there's so many layers to you. Yeah. That it's just impossible. I had a book deal, but I was like, I had two years to get the proposal done, and I like didn't. Because I, <laughs> I had to meet with ghostwriters and all this stuff. And I just, and like, I remember finally, though, this writer from VH1, we finally got together and we wrote that. I mean, Finally, in like 2010, I was like, I'm you should really serious. do it. Well, when I called the agency like 2012, I'm, I'm ready. They're like, oh, you're too young. I've not been on TV for a while. So yeah. But I'm hoping maybe the governor run will get to go up because I yeah. have the proposal ready. Dude, get on you know? it because you really, I I'm think more responsible now. Back then in my 20s, once everything started happening with the Girl, I'm still run, trying to grow up yeah. and I'm fucking 41. So. <laughs> you know no, Well, I mean, no, I'm just saying like I'm much better than I was then. I'm, not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm still not like great. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm still not 
good at. We're all adulting, figuring it out. You know? So how did you meet hubby okay, now? So this, so, okay, well, because I went through my divorce from my second husband in 2016. And he sent that psychiatrist sent me. My psychiatrist was like, because I like, perfectly like, so planned. Like when I got divorced, I'm like, I got to get on TMZ so I can get back to featuring mm-hmm. some more. up my feature rate. <laughs> this is like 2016. That's all yeah. I think about. So I purposely like went out. Like I called TMZ. It was like, I'm going to be going in here having a divorce party. I brought some girls. Came out. I don't remember leaving, but my whole plan inside the restaurant was like, I got to get super shit faced and act crazy. So it makes it on TMZ, which it <laughs> did. But then my agent, my, my psychiatrist who I met through Dr. Drew, Dr. Charles Sophie, who mm. I love, except for oh. he won't give me Xanax. That's the only problem. Well, I know he's a smart one because we've, we Dr. Sophie, because if you're listening, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, um, he was like, Mary, because of my reputation, I need you to go to rehab. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, cause at the time, like the insurance I had, I'm like, I was like going to have to go to like a not like a, you know, yeah, like a state run, who knows what. Right, right, and right. I was like, I don't know, I'm not like gonna I have, have like, I can't do this. He's like, if you don't, I'm like, I'll go to Alpine. I'm like, I was like, I'm, I can't, Dr. Sophie. He was like, I will not see you anymore. Right. And he was like, almost like a father figure to me. So I was like, I don't know. So then he's like, okay, lady from the, he's like, I set it up where you're going to go to Promises in Malibu. I'm like, that's 65,000. Like, I can't. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to get it for you. You're going to get a scholarship. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, I'm getting divorced. I'm going to find a new husband. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be so fun. It's like the four seasons without the drinks. Right. And rich men. Yeah. Perfect. So sure enough, I started dating a guy my third day there. And he was great. But he was 10 years younger than me and turned out to be a worse alcoholic than me. Oh, no. But it was great. It was great, yeah. great, great. Like, Sex. his family was so nice. And I mean, it was weird because, you know, he lived at home with his parents. So I was yeah, like 35, <laughs> flying up to visit him. Yeah. And like, his parents were in the house. We went on lots of trips, always with his parents. Yeah. We had like adjoining, like, <laughs> it was awkward weird but i loved it because it was like having this mom and dad family that you never and they were before. the nicest people yeah but like the thing is though he started giving me these ultimatums he was like you know and that's the thing i will say it happens so many guys mm-hmm. they love that you're mary carrie they're like i want to go out with mary carrie and i tell right. your friends look at mary carrie look this is look at look at her picture you like her look she's yeah. on tv yeah and then like a couple months go on it's like my friend watched you on Pornhub, and you know i don't like you posting sexy pictures I'm, yeah you know can, can you not do this and you know i, I don't want it's guys touching cool you in the future beginning dance. always yeah. cool everyone wants it and then they, they can't handle it right so that's what happened with this guy so he gave me his ultimatum he was like um i don't want you um i know and i even had gotten pregnant with this baby and we it was a whole thing where i just his family it was just and I, that's why i feel like god's cursing me now with my whole infertility thing but, we're gonna lead into that you know, once but, we hear um, about how you either way he was like you can't be mary carrie anymore and i was like secretly doing dance bookings and clubs were getting mad because i would i would be like I wouldn't say I'm dancing at it. I would like not post flyers because I was like telling him I was hosting. And and then he just gave me this final ultimatum, like no more Mary Carrie. And meanwhile, I had just like been on my about a year sober, went out to exotic dancer convention and all the clubs for for feature dancing. And the feature, they're all like, we want to book her every week. She's sober. She looks great now. Yeah. And I didn't tell him. I told him I was going out there for my final hurrah to say bye to the clubs. But really, I was like, you know what? I'm almost a year sober because I got a year sober a month later. And I was like, I'm going to go kick ass and feature dance right now because I'm, you know, 37. You're present. You're present. And, but I'm also 37. I knew it was coming to an end. Right. You know? Although I did always tell my agent, I'm willing to feature dance at 60, yeah. 70. Give That's me a I feel. Motel Don't six, a dollar no, Give I, me a little nip and tuck yeah, and yeah. I'll fucking no. slap my I'm old like, ass now somewhere. Now I'm like scared to feature dance, but I'll get into that too. Yeah. After all these years, I'll be loving it. But so then I knew he was breaking. I knew we weren't going to work. And like a couple months prior, I was at um, a barbecue for the rehab I had gone to. Mm. Oh, well, because I went to Promises Malibu. But then I also had to go back three months later to Promises again because... 
I didn't really think I was an alcoholic yet, the first promises. (laughs) I went just like kind of like, this is fun. I'll meet a guy. But then I really got really bad. Like I got so bad that I was like, oh my God. You had to go back. And it sucks because I was debating like Brazilian butt lift or rehab. I was like, Brazilian butt lift is (laughs) going to be more, at the time was going to be a better, I thought better investment. (laughs) But at the same time, I was like, if I don't, I'll just die. So I went to rehab again. Promises gave me a scholarship. But this time, no Malibu for me. They sent me to the professionals program because they said that they thought I was getting too much special treatment. And they said because of like, you know, the education I had grown up with, they're like, you need to be like kind of like highly smart people not that they're like you're just, yeah they're like you're being coddled and these doctors are so going to put you with the doctor lawyers program and i was right. like great future husband there yeah so <laughs> i mean always thinking about that and but at the same time i was really obsessed with my boyfriend because my boyfriend was in a rehab too again mm-hmm. the one i met the first rehab he was also back in rehab right but like so a year later you know I'm the one that gave you the ultimatum yes okay but at this point we hadn't done that yet right but then he did and it was getting towards the end of our relationship and i was and i was very active in promises like i went i did because it was my only social life all my friends drank into drugs right so i pretty much um my best friend became this like anesthesiologist that was my roommate in rehab and we went to like sober bowling and sober comedy night right. only hung out with her went to like promise i only would go to promises AA meetings though because again I was looking for, you know, always got, even though I had a boyfriend, I was like always right. on the lookout. Like, looking for there's got to be better. You know? So is that how you met your and husband? And that's how I met my husband. I was at a barbecue and it was July of 2017. And the boyfriend was, the boyfriend at the time, I was sober and he was back drinking and he was bad. I mean, he was like a, I mean, I was like, he was worse than any porn star I've ever seen. He could drink a whole bottle of vodka, like a whole bottle of vodka. <laughs> Literally, when I say one, like, like chug it like it's oh, one. I've never seen That's like not that. attractive. No. And I would never like if you're not even gonna get dick when they're drunk like I don't want I don't want it I, well yeah it was just bad yeah and so I knew I needed someone better so I remember I was at the barbecue eyes open and um you know my husband Joe was hitting on me a little but I was just like I don't know Joe Joe and I remember like someone's like he's an ER doctor and I was like that guy is a doctor like yeah. I'd never seen doctors with the tattoos and then the hair and then he was wearing he was wearing like a cowboy hat with a soccer jersey it was yeah. really, a really weird outfit <laughs> And so I was just like, hmm. I like it, Joe. I like your style. <laughs> I was just not into it. But I was also because I was so obsessed with the boyfriend. Right. So like two months later, I'd always see him at our Amy. I was always seeing him around. Right. But I just thought he was really socially awkward and like, you know. Well, Those he said, were the best ones. No, he wasn't socially awkward. I shouldn't say that. He Because he says like comments to people and they sound so mean. And I was right. like, other people weren't getting his humor. Joe, and I could when's tell your it. birthday? <laughs> Oh yeah, you're a. I, I call him Sagittarius. Yes, exactly. He's like he th- he. Yes, I'm. Well, little. you're all. Uh, you're June fifteenth, right? Yes. All three of my husband's Sagittarius. Isn't well, that because weird? you're a Gemini Cancer <laughs> and a Sagittarius. Is, my husband's is a Sagittarius. Oh, uh, yes, Gemini and Sag is a soulmate sign and Aquarius yes. and Sag. I was obsessed sign. with astrology in high school. Yeah, I was the go-to for my friends. Yeah, I would yeah, like. Yeah. I actually had a YM like astrology chart <laughs> yeah. taped above my bed. Yeah, and that's why though. That's why you guys. That's so funny. You know it more than I do, but I love that stuff. So you guys met I met him I wasn't really interested for a couple months and then but then like the meetings we used to go to everyone lived in like Beverly Hills Brentwood and I lived in the valley and he one day was like you know we could go to meetings together in the valley and I was like well you know what I guess I would that would be good because I would like someone to go to meetings in the valley with so I gave him my number but then like five minutes later he texted me after the meeting can I have a picture you know just to save with your your number and I was like oh he's asking for a picture no so I just ignored him (laughs) yeah but then a couple weeks later I knew my relationship with the young guy was done because 
I knew that I had like eight weeks straight of feature dance bookings. And right. I knew that was the end of the ultimatum. So I told that guy I was willing to quit being Mary Carrie. Right. But like, as you long have as to, you could take care of exactly. me. Exactly. I was like, I will move in, you know, but he was like, no, not until you prove that you're not Mary Carrie. Like a true narcissist. Yeah. And then he, oh, I'll go be a waitress. I'm like, Ew. that's great. How about I you? Was like, but I'm like, I won't waitress, pay my bro. bills. I'm yeah. like, you know, it wouldn't pay my bills. He didn't get it. It wasn't the lifestyle yeah. I was used to. I've had so many dudes give me. No, you're fine. I've had so many You're going to have to put Ray on a new spot. I'm not kidding. It's really sweaty. It's Okay. okay. But anyway, so let's talk. So, so, you guys, so then I finally went on a date with him mm-hmm. because then he texted me when I knew, and he asked me, do you have any um, young, hot, single friends? So I was like, it's 37 that too old. Way yes. Of just trying to fucking get your attention. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, it's 37 too old. Typical yeah. Sag move. <laughs> but, Pay attention to me. <laughs> well, it worked though. Yeah. You know, it worked. And I was like, it's 37 too old. And he's like, depends what she looks like. I'm all like, am I too old? And he said, no. So we talked on the phone a little. And then before the next AA meeting, we just like walked over to a Starbucks and we no. talked. And then it was weird because now since I knew I was done with the young guy, all of a sudden I'm looking at him and I was like, wait a minute, like he's got like pretty eyes and he's tall. And, and then the, the only thing that turned me off is I remember we were having coffee and he was telling me about when he hung out with the um, Hell's Angels on his motorcycle. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. just trying to be tough. Well, I was like, look at that, that go. And I was very upset because I'm like, you must think I'm a stereotypical porn star. He's got to tell me he's a biker. Yeah. Well, it turned out it was, he really was a biker, but I just didn't believe him at the oh, time. I didn't really believe him. <laughs> so I at the time, so at the time I was upset. That was the only thing that bothered me is mm-hmm. I thought he was like stereotyping me. Right. But yeah, so then we went on. But then the next couple of days, it's like I me. Mean, I literally was like, I would like, go to a feature booking, land on Sunday because I'd only be in town till Wednesday, and I'd be like, meet me for dinner the second I land. And he was always a half hour late, <laughs> and um, just like my husband doesn't even show up. So I mean, <laughs> you got at least he shows yes. up. He was late. I mean, another time I had to go to like a convention to sign. I like Ubered with my like big suitcases and stopped and like visited him in his rehab, Aww. and then like went to the airport. Like you know, I went out rehab where he was being a doctor he was, at. No, or he was <laughs> where oh. he was. He was in the doctor's rehab. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. So he was in the doctor's rehab I had gone to, but a year later. Okay. But it's like, it's not like a normal, you live in apartments with other doctors. Okay. You have a lot of freedom. Gotcha. It's very So you guys different. are both healing together. Yeah. And then we were sober together. Yeah. And things were great. So now you guys are on this adventure. <laughs> but then, well, then we moved to Florida. So then we were like, I still kept my place there. I was like, because I had to keep my place. I owned it before marriage. If things don't work out, security blanket. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> She's kidding. No. <laughs> Not anymore. Don't get a divorce after you get out of the podcast. <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? It's like now I'm in the beginning, but now I'm just like, I'm, we've gotten super close because yeah. you know there's obviously a lot of rough patches and then of course you know, marriage told, is not fucking easy. It's not at all. And he was wanting me, you know, and it was funny because. I loved feature dancing. He kept telling me, this is fine while you were engaged. You can feature dance. And he'd come on the road with me. And he was great. I mean, he was leather jackets when I was a guy. Like, <laughs> I would be like not paying attention. He'd be like, pushing people out of the way, knocking them down if they touch. He's great. It turned me on a lot, you know? Yeah. And um, it was just, it was so much fun. But then he's like, he kept telling me, you need to retire when we get married. And I yeah. like, didn't believe him. Yeah. And then it was like my last book. Like, That's what was, Jay told me, yeah. too. That's what my husband told me. I was not me. willing. And then he, I, because I, I, I thought he was joking. Mm. And then I saw he was serious. <laughs> so I was kind of sad because I like, didn't get to it's appreciate not, those final bookings yeah, you know well it's not even that it's like we don't like being told what to do and we don't want to have to no mine's like really nobody. like the feature dance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like my whole fucking <laughs> career is because of this fucking feature dancing it's, right? it really is it's all i wanted to do so no, but now you guys but, are married so and we got married and i quit feature dancing but then see he hadn't been working for a couple months he got to be on paid disability while he was until he had a certain amount of sobriety right so he was getting paid disability traveling around the country with me all of a sudden he hits his year sober i just retired from feature dance we get married and i'm like okay 
okay. Like, what do I do? I'm ready I thought, to be a I'm mom like, now. Only I mean, I guess I go to the mall and buy a purse. Um, <laughs> That's how, I swear you sound like wanna... me. When she moved in with me, my, this is my best <laughs> yeah. friend of 17 years. She's like, so what do you do? I'm like, I'm a fucking housewife. No, I hated it. I was so depressed. <laughs> yeah. I started drinking. I had been sober. Like, all of a sudden, he'd be gone for 12 hours. Mm. I was like, well, what do I do? I remember I was working it's out. Hard. It's hard. I was in my really bar class. Hard. I'm like, why am I even working out? Like, yeah. not going to get naked for anyone. I mean, except for him. Why? <laughs> Why bother? That's why I'm I like, found. why am I here? No, I swear. <laughs> I'm like, I, all my friends are getting dick and I'm just like, it must be nice. I'm, I'm married five years. <laughs> yeah. So, but now but, you guys are trying to have a baby. Well, yeah. So then we moved to Florida mm-hmm. and it was, I thought this would be even better because you get like the amazing house. I love, which I keep trying to get. A, I always want people to come over our house because I'm also. Yeah. She texts well, me. Well, you know why? Because we live, in the morning. we live like in the middle of nowhere kind yeah. of. Not in the middle of nowhere, but it takes a long time just to get like, so I always try to get anyone to come over because yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to leave ever. Right. Right. I'm very like comfortable not leaving the house, mm. um, which I didn't no, used I'm the to same be way. like, you know, no, I'm the same way. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what we, they can't the f- even get me to go eat dinner out here. Well, I like to go eat dinner though. I'm not me. Well, but you know what? It <laughs> I don't care. It depends. Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to take, if I want to, yeah, I like going out to dinner. I'm just like on my own wave. So you guys are trying <laughs> to, to well, yes, when we went to Florida, I got even worse than my drinking. Yeah. It was like an all time worse, like Aww. six months of depression. And then well, it's an adjustment. Yeah. You know, and then car from- accident. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, and then I had a broken neck for three months. So then I was really depressed Yikes. and I was still drinking. And then my friend, Robert all, she was visiting me a lot. And she like looked at me one day. She's like, you're going to be, she's like, yeah. she's seen me drink over the years and she's seen me so much. She's like, this is the worst I've ever seen you. She's like, you're going to be like a 400 pound alcoholic who dies. If you don't put yourself, together Aww. it freaked me out but that's sometimes yeah. you need that tough love so then i got myself sober again but then now i mean we've gone but then i got bad not it's bad now unfortunately when you i go through four or five days of binges now and then i'm sober three weeks <laughs> yeah i don't care the one time i called you me. was a binge but it's because well it started because of fertility treatment so we're trying you know i always used to joke i was like i'm just gonna have I was always, well, I used to say I was going to have a surrogate. In fact, he promised me on, our, on our I third date what sold me. I remember I called my friend in the car. I'm like, this guy is my soulmate. He says he's going to get his wife a surrogate. I'm going to marry him because I get to have a surrogate. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's what I really thought. Mm-hmm. And um, But then, you know, now he's like, no, you know, it's like $100,000, a lot of legal fees. Yeah. So he kind of lied to me on we, that one. No, but, it's not even that. We, <laughs> we, my husband and I had the same agreement yeah. about getting a surrogate. And when we started looking into it, these women can carry these babies and literally keep them from you if they yeah. want to. Like, it's not no, guaranteed. And I really, you know, a lot of girls have talked to scary say it's actually worth it to feel it. So yeah. now I've like changed my opinion on that. Right. So then I started always joking to people. I'm going to wait till like my 40s IVF have twins. Just do one time. Here we are. But then like but I thought it'd be so easy. It just looks like it's so easy to happen. But it's right. not. It's not. And I just have like, so I got pregnant through an IUI like a year ago. It ended up being a topic. After spending uh, all this money. I've I, like, had lo- two, two oh, topics. So have you lost a flipping tube also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. It's, it's Brutal. So you lost both tubes. Yeah, they tried to salvage Save one it, of them. And it happened again in the same one, right? Yeah. Because that's no, what happens. No, they happened. Oh. I had one in each tube happen. So they, oh. I have half of a tube right here. I had to go in for some test where they shoot die and in to I see how. Oh, it was oh, the most was horrible painful thing. Painful. Did you do it? Yes, Dude, I did. I it. cried on the way home and had to drive I, myself home from it because well, I, I just want remember my I like didn't because I don't wear underwear like unless I'm wearing a skirt and I was wearing underwear afterwards and they're like here's a pad. It never occurred to me that I would have like stuff and I had a nail appointment so like thank God. I was wearing like black sweats but yeah. like that stuff was dripping out yeah. of me it was painful I went through all because yeah. that's all I've done is no, go through testing yeah. yeah and so then after that we decided to move on to IVF and I mean like right now it's like put down the cash with them you know literally brought them cash mm. to the discount and um so I started my, I was going through the meds and it's, it's, it's like, I'm at the doctor's oh, office. That's why then when the music video, I have to go to the doctor's office at like eight, nine AM in, in some Boca, like 
like almost every other day to do right. that point I was on when we were doing the music I just got off estrogen patches which uh, they make you very like very very you're like you swell up in your abdomen you oh, know? it's no. very uncomfortable and then I did the so we did the estrogen patches I developed a cyst so then they had me go into just straight injections which we just did this last couple weeks ago and then that gave me um one it, one egg was too far along mm -hmm. and so they had to cancel mid-cycle so now we have to oh. buy the meds again so now i'm on birth control tomorrow i'm going through um i couldn't i wouldn't mentally oh. be able to handle that I that's why do, i've tapped out of the it is well that's thing. what every time one of it fails like i think that i just had the cyst and estrogen patches when mm -hmm. i went on that drinking I, I i'm gonna start crying it puts me on a oh, don't cry. i think like why Am I trying to get healthy and save my, you know, like, so I get drunk and then the problem when I drink Aww. is it lasts like five, I come five hug days. You. I oh, I'm really sweaty. No, don't hug me. Seriously, okay, you're going to regret sure. it. Like, it's really sweaty. I hate when people but cry in front of me. No, like, it's just because then I say it out loud. It's just. No, it's, it's rough, dude. And a lot of people ask me all the yeah. time. I get it. A yeah. lot of people ask me all the time. When are you going to have a baby? When are you enjoying yeah. to have a baby? And they're like, they don't understand yeah. the mental duress no. that this shit puts you under, it's dude. So I mentally yeah. cannot handle having my hormones fucked. I already have. Oh God, I have suicidal so, depression. No, I don't need something to put me over the fucking edge. The hormones like, are bad. I'm, I'm feeling your like abdomen just like like that was something. Oh, my God. We we're doing that video. It was just going through. I mean, I've been in Clomid and the estrogen patches and the injections. If oh. it wasn't for Joe, because Joe does all my injections Aww, you know Joe. and he, he handles the hormones people well, sometimes he doesn't understand why i because i'm already crazy and freak out very easily yeah you know? um and it is so you know it's it's worse yeah. but now i'm just i like, probably end up having a divorce if i fucking I mean, got put on all that shit you, wouldn't, but no you might not stay it. sober because let me tell you <laughs> when you find out after listen you, i'm trying to stay sober and i'm I not mean, even going through all that so i could only like imagine. literally when they tell me the cysts i mean it was like a like 11 a.m and i was like joe Go to the grocery store. I'm getting some vodka. Aww. Then when I found out mid-cycle after we just spent, let's see, uh, $4,000 for the appointments, going every other day, $4,000 on meds yeah. just to find out it didn't work. And then like to make it worse, he goes to me after he sees what I, he, he sits me down and he's like, have you not a donor egg? And I'm like, are you kidding? Like we have not even, after you know, all you so then I'm like, I made it, I made it to like 5 PM that day. I'm like, Joe, you know what? Can I get some vodka? <laughs> like, yeah. And then it turns into five days of drinking though, because every time I drink the next day, the anxiety it's, is so bad. Yeah. Without a bad. That's why I don't drink. Yeah. That's why I tell everybody the next I can't day, drink it because is the so, next day. And I, I don't can't know why, because I know it puts me through it. Yeah. And the only way I got myself out of this last bender was, thank goodness, like a physician friend of mine, I explained what happened with this whole IVF thing. And I was like, the only thing that's going to get me to stop, because it, it goes on for day after day after day, is a, a Valium or something. Yeah. So that's the only way, because that's what snaps me out of it, because yeah. of the anxiety. So now, you know, we're, tomorrow I'm going through experimental, um, like they're giving me amniotic fluid. I'm part of like a trial. Mm. So I'm a little nervous, wow. you know, but it's supposed to be, they don't know if it's going to help with your eggs, but you know, it's supposed to make you feel younger. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. I know I'm a little nervous though. Cause like Joe's like, Oh, look at the trials, the rats, they healed. I'm like, yeah, what if I like grow an extra arm or something? No, you'll be Hopefully good. not. And then, so then I start injections and then literally like eggs, if everything works out, eggs retrieved and then on a plane to LA to yeah. like campaign. So well, we hopefully go. next time you come on the podcast, you'll be like the governor. That would be, you know, if I am seriously, I really like, <laughs> Can your, I, be your I like your team of people. So you know what? Seriously, yeah. if I were to win, yes. you guys could all come and Dude, I'll give you I all the positions. I just want to be your secretary. Can I just be your <laughs> you secretary? <laughs> no, I think Lieutenant Governor. Oh, shit balls. Listen, California fun. would not know what hit him. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it would be so much Two fun. dumb blondes. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. Like, come on. Two dumb blondes. It'd be uh, perfect. Oh, uh, well, Mary, thank you so much for being here. I feel, I can 
cannot wait to have you back because I feel like there's so much more I'm we need talker. to talk about. No, no, no. I love it. And I just feel like there's so much more to mm. uncover. But yeah. I really, what can we expect from you, uh, you know, coming up in this next year? I mean, in this next year, let's see. Well, I'm going to focus on my campaign. Yes. Starting, let's, uh, let you when know. will we get the results from that? Um, oh, I guess I can tell you the announcement now because I'm giving TMZ, they, they want the exclusive, but by the time this airs, yeah. which is uh, I'm going to be doing like all my campaign rallies and campaign tour and I'll be sponsored by the Deja Vu Hustler chain. So because they have like so many clubs in California and then yeah. I'm going to do just like Vegas and Nashville yeah. outside. Let me know so, when you go to Vegas. Maybe we can meet you out there. Yeah. yeah I really honestly fun. didn't want to take the Vegas one because like with trying to like deal with my drinking. Yeah. It's hard yeah. going to Vegas. Yeah. It's really hard. Like, yeah. you know, even when he, you know, when we were sober. No, Vegas like, is definitely a trigger. It's just a really, mm. and the, especially at the strip club there. And because, and I have been feature dancing sober for a while and my Vegas was my last booking when I retired. They announced right. my retirement. And my first show on a Thursday night, it was just like, it was like five people. I was like, I was like, Joe, I have to have a drink. He's like, you know what? Go for it. Because <laughs> no, he, I like it was like, you. It was, like not the, it was like not the way you want to go out. Yeah. But then the next two nights were so good. But that yeah. triggered the drinking. Yeah. And so now I'm mad. It's like, I, the, I remember being on the mic. I remember being crazy. I remember like so much fun. But like I wasn't present because I was drunk. Right. You know, so that's why I'm like, I'm kind of, ex I guess, you know, the one thing I always said about running for governor was years later when I became friends with Lisa Ann and mm. she was such a smart businesswoman. Mm. When she came back and it poured, I love soaking up oh, knowledge from women yes. like that. I mean, at 38, when she was doing that, Nailing Palin, she told me she knew what it was like to not make a big porn, to not, you know, to have to hustle really bad featuring. So when she got that chance, you know, what the opportunity I was given, when I was 23. I didn't. I didn't fully appreciate, appreciate it. I was careless it, yeah. with my money. I, you know, I, I was like, you know, making like, I was, I was like, like a young athlete or a rapper. You yeah. know? Like yeah. you guys don't have enough money. Let's we go. Let's go. All boat, that way that we exactly. made so much money. And we make fast money age, like that, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So I remember thinking, God, if I had another chance to run for governor and do it again, I could be so smart this time. Yeah. And here's you know? your chance. You so got a like, fucking rabbit like, up your ass, girl. <laughs> you have like, you have a real cool thing, you know? Yeah. And I'm telling you, you, you you're fucking you know, and smart. And now I like to do OnlyFans. Like that was the big thing that helped me with my depression. I was so depressed here. And then one day Joe was just like you know like before that the only time I was undepressed was I went to a hip-hop class once a week and um here my little hip-hop class I liked it. it was fun because I was like at the dance yeah <laughs> I pretend I was featuring yeah um and so that and then like I like a couple times I cammed behind his back and I used to hate camming like camming. yeah but like I was like so this is so fun I'm Mary Carrie for a minute you know yeah but then when I started OnlyFans and it was fun because I basically do my feature shows yeah on my, no one's gonna I'm join when I say this <laughs> I'll just show you I remember from Robert I was like what are you doing on there I'm like I wear my feature costumes and I, I do a feature show. No, yeah. no, I do other stuff too. Yeah. But if you want to see my feature shows, go to my OnlyFans. Yeah, tell everybody where your OnlyFans is and um, your Instagram. So oh, they only, can everything. You. OnlyFans, Instagram, Twitter are all real Mary Carrie. And Mary Carrie, number four governor, because the porn company that I ran for last time, Mary Carrie for governor, this, the FOR, they kept it and won't give it to me. Aww. Even though they're not even a porn company anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it's so, just, it holds, they, yeah. they just probably wanted you to buy it. You know why? Out. Because they're probably like, well, let's quickly throw something up on there. Yeah. But yeah, so Mary Carrie, number four governor, and then marycarrie.com has links to everything. But yeah, so the plan for this year is run for governor, hopefully make a lot of money, mm -hmm. feature dance yes. at a high rate. <laughs> my agent's like, what rate are you looking for? And I realized I said too low. Well, now I'm actually not going to go through my agent. That was all, all the agents are calling mm -hmm. me. In fact, and like because number one 
you know, this is about to be big again. But number yeah. two, no girls want to feature anymore because of OnlyFans. Yeah. And that was the craziest thing I found myself. Now that I can do my Nobody feet, wants to work anymore. I don't really want to. Well, OnlyFans is so much work though, as you know. But like now I'm even like, huh. Like I can do my feature show on OnlyFans. And yeah. I don't know if I want to go to the club anymore. Totally. You know, and and, and Joe's my audience. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, do I really need Joe, to. Joe, this is a win-win situation for Joe But like, I don't know if I want to. Because I'm a little bit. Because I also, when I was younger, didn't realize strip clubs were a dangerous place. Right. I had no clue. I'm like, I didn't know. Yeah. Now I'm like a little scared. But, well, you know, well, so feature dancing, running for governor, OnlyFans, and then hopefully a baby. Yay. And, and then lipo, you know, just, tummy tuck, Brazilian butt lift, it, and then back onto OnlyFans. You know what? Just speak it all into the air and it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's how you got to. Okay. Hopefully two babies. Me. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> I know. Yes. Get the twins. You have Od- name Od- one of them, buddy. Yeah. Odin and Valkyrie are the names. Oh, Nobody better copy those. That so. is so cute. I love the Valkyrie. I, I know. Love, I always like the name like Lila, but then mm-hmm. he said Valkyrie and I was like, oh my I gosh, I love it. Because she could be Val for short. Yeah. And then I'm going to do Lee, like my Valkyrie Lee Brownfield. And if she wants to be a porn star, she just be Valkyrie Lee. Just kidding. She's not gonna be a porn star. <laughs> I'm drawing the line there. Right. Playboy <laughs> stripping the porn. <laughs> Mary, I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're and I welcome. cannot wait to have you on again. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>